0: Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of RoundPeg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball.
1: This is Jared Jewett.
0: And this week I'm going to start with a story.
1: Okay, what kind of story?
0: Well, this is an adventure that I had. Several of my friends and I, we wandered into Panera. It was a Sunday morning, and we like Panera after we walk. I mean, who doesn't? Ah. So I ordered, I went up to the counter, and I ordered my favorite egg white power avocado sandwich. Sound good? Yeah,
1: you have your way to get your energy back.
0: You bet. Now, the interesting thing is there was a photograph right next to the cash register of exactly the sandwich I wanted. It looked delicious. And my three friends behind me all ordered the same thing. They all said, I'd like the power sandwich. I'd like that sandwich. They never said, I'd like the egg white power avocado sandwich. They all said, I'd like the power sandwich or that sandwich. And so when we got our order, all of us got different things.
1: They were all different? The they cashier were, had no idea?
0: They were all different, and we spent the next 30 minutes sending sandwiches back, talking to the manager. At the end of 30 minutes, we finally came to understand that there is an entire power menu, and we, the manager said, should have known that.
1: Oh, my goodness. But you didn't see it, right? It sounds like.
0: Well, doesn't matter. Her, I mean... Yeah, way up there if you really looked, but actually, and I even took a picture of it at one point, it is confusing, but for her to say to me, well, you should have known that we had more than one power sandwich.
1: No, there's no way you shouldn't have known. It should have been right in front of you, and they should have told you what they were selling.
0: We had this long conversation because the friends of mine that I was walking with were all marketers. We were talking about this misconception on the part of businesses about what their customers have to know to do business with them.
1: And in the modern age, you just can't get away with that anymore. You've got a website that you can use to your advantage to help your customers really understand what you're offering.
0: And I'm gonna even step back in person, ask questions. You know, we live with our products and services all day long, every day. Of course, this is simple, everybody knows this. But I think that's really important that you don't assume that your customers know. How hard would it have been for the cashier to say, you know, We have three power sandwiches. Which one do you want?
1: Right, not at all. But it's a matter of knowing that sometimes you have to get yourself out of the trenches, and kind of, and we talk about it all the time, and take that step back and look at the fishbowl, and say, oh my goodness, this really is what we're selling, and maybe people don't know, maybe I know, because I'm in it nine hours a day, but when a customer comes up to me, I can't automatically assume they even know what they're getting from me.
0: Absolutely, so the first thing in any interaction, and I think the lessons that we learned from my breakfast experience, you can't assume, you have to ask questions, and sometimes offering suggestions,
1: yeah, you, yep. can, you can use your content and even your design to, to suggest um, either that your customers go to learn more information about your product or even uh, maybe the product that you consider your best, your best work um, and show it off. And again, offer that as a suggestion for people to find.
0: Sometimes people come in and they think, well, I know that I want this. You know, we get a lot of people that call us and say, I, I want help with social media. A lot of companies would say, okay, that's X number of dollars a month, have a nice day, here we go. And I don't. I always ask, well, well, why? What are you trying to accomplish? Because in a lot of cases, email, web design, or maybe getting a job is the best recommendation,
1: Yeah, and and that's probably the best example I've ever seen. You know, as a marketer, we see that all the time. But maybe if you're in some sort of service industry, maybe you're in an HVAC industry and someone asks you for a piece of equipment, maybe they just don't need, but you have a great suggestion for them otherwise, take the time to suggest it.
0: The other thing as far as thinking about your customer interactions and preparing a customer to do business with you, create a list of frequently asked questions. Put it on your website, not only will people love you, but I think search engines will love you.
1: Oh, absolutely. The more FAQ answers you have and the more of that sort of material you have that that covers specifically things about your industry that maybe no one else could answer and you you are very well fit to answer, Google's going to love that. They're going to see you as an authority and especially if you get links back or people mentioning that piece of content, all of a sudden Google sees, oh my goodness, this business, this company, this website was able to answer these questions. They are an authority. We need to show them to people.
0: And the beautiful thing also is not only do search engines find that, but now as you have that information, anytime a customer asks, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're not trying to write a lengthy explanation of how your product works or how it's installed or why it's installed. You've already got all your work done.
1: Right. It's easy. It's boom. Here's a link to help you answer that question. And on the flip side of the coin, maybe someone has answered the question for themselves. And now when they come to to, to make the sale or to call you, they know exactly what to ask.
0: The idea of preparing customers, and and I think this is a shift in mindset because I think people are afraid, well, if I tell everybody everything they need to know, they won't want to buy the service from me. They'll try to do it on their own. But actually, the more you tell people, the greater the chances that you're going to make the sale.
1: Right. I, I hate to use the phrase that maybe you're, you'll scare them, but often you will overwhelm them. And that's not a bad thing because you are offering, with your businesses and services, a, a professional way to handle those problems. And they don't have that kind of training. They see, oh my goodness, this is tough. But these guys know how to do it, and they're more apt to call you
0: demonstrating your expertise sharing information answering questions actually sets you up as an authority not just in search engines but in the minds of prospective customers something else i see this when companies have younger employees uh you guys don't you guys are fine with email but you don't necessarily love the telephone
1: oh, I can't stand using the phone. That's just, that's a generational thing. It, it wears me out.
0: So the challenge is creating an environment where you encourage people to ask questions. You set the tone on your, on your website, but then it, it moves to the telephone. And I think sometimes doing a little bit of practice with your employees and getting them comfortable with the telephone would probably help.
1: Absolutely. So you, as a business owner, can take all of these tips to heart, but if you aren't spending uh, the time to actually make it part of your business culture, then you're still going to run into all the same problems because you're not interfacing with people with the same people every day that your employees are.
0: I'm thinking of one customer in particular. This was a group of engineers. They were very, very technical. And I was fine with their rapid-fire questions, but I wasn't there to take a call one day.
1: Yeah, I, I had the first call with them, man. it was a little rough. The first time, it, was, it made me very uncomfortable. But now I've kind of gotten used to... Uh, how how these people talk, how to deal with them, really what they're looking for, and we have a very good business and working relationship now.
0: You've gotten used to the fact that they're going to question everything. Mm-hmm. For some people, that that questioning state is natural, and it is how they interface with the world, and for other people, it is about statements, and so as you're kind of working on your marketing or your sales style, you have to be prepared for both.
1: For everything, yes.
0: But you also, I think, and this is the tricky thing, there are the people that will ask, and so you know what they know or what they don't know. But then there are the people that won't ask, and I think they're almost worse.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen it a few times even here, people who say, okay, I get that, three, four weeks later okay, what is this? And I say, we talked about it. You said you understood it and that, you know, maybe I went over it for, for a minute or two, but that you didn't need extra training on it. And all of a sudden we're, we can be behind on a project because they weren't willing to ask questions. And of course, maybe on my part, I wasn't willing to probe deeper.
0: And that's really the key. You can't expect your customers, just like Panera should not have expected me to read their entire menu when I saw a picture and I said, this is what I want. And so this is really, I think, kind of the the kicker and the last piece of this puzzle about what you expect customers to know. It's what I call confirming the order. Even when the customer says, I got it. I know exactly what I want. This is great. You need to step back and go, okay, just to be sure, this is what you bought. This is what's included, and this is what isn't. Make sure that you answer the questions even if they don't ask them.
1: I think you gave a wonderful example when we were talking before. People come to us and say, we want a website. But in their mind, a website can mean we also need an email program, we also need a social media program, we need all these sort of buttons and designs, and what we do is we sell them a website. And at the end of the project, they look at the website and they're like, this is wonderful, but. Where is my Facebook page? Mm -hmm. And that's not something that we had ever talked about in the beginning. And so by confirming that order, we now know that they have extra needs.
0: You know, I think a lot of, of web design companies refer to that as scope creep. And in the mind of the customer, it's just, this is the project. Although it probably happens more in our industry, I think in every industry, having that clarity around, this is what you're getting. This is what's included. This isn't avoids a lot of confusion
1: Mm -hmm. it's all about communication
0: so as you're thinking about your business go back and take a look at what's on your menu and figure out how easy you're making it for customers to do business with you this has been another episode of more than a few words thanks for listening